Hey, hopefully I catch you on your way to, to a game this weekend. But just going to do a brief podcast today on the concept of body before ball versus ball before body and a couple tips on helping you officiate block shot plays, plays above the rim. Thanks for checking in. I hope you're having a great season and I hope you have a great game this weekend. Take care. Keep working hard. Just want to talk about a concept that you hear and definitely see in your games. There are plays that happen a lot where we have to make the determination, was it ball before body or was it body before ball? Now, ball before body usually is not a foul, right? So we have a clean block and then we have body contact after that. Most of the time, it's a play on because last thing we want to do is is call a foul after like a great block. That's how we get booed out of the gym. So if we have a block and then contact, most of the time we're going to pass unless we rule that that contact is illegal. Ball and then hit to the head, that's going to be a foul 99% of the time. The only time I could really think of us not calling that hit to the head is a graze to the top of the head, just that like that slight swiping graze to the top of the head or a little bit of hair that you see moving. I know you've seen a play where it's just been that ever so um, graze to the top where you just see the hair move. You're like, all right, I don't think he got his skull. He got his hair. We can we could survive that Um, knockdown. So if we have a block and then a knockdown, you may rule that that's a legal contact. All right, but just take this guideline with you. Most of the time, ball before body is a play on. Now, the opposite side of that, uh, body before ball. Again, most of the time, if we have contact and then a block, it's going to be a foul. Contact before the block is a foul. Most of the time. When is it not? If it's incidental or marginal contact and then we have a block. That's why we got to be patient on these plays. That's why you have to stretch the play out as long as you can. You know, if a play lasts one second, try to make it last one and a half seconds in your mind. Because we actually have more time than you think you have. A lot of times we make our decisions very early in the play and we get it wrong for that reason because we didn't wait until the very end. Sometimes we need to wait until the very end. Every play... Is like a story. Sometimes there's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end. Sometimes the foul occurs in the beginning. Sometimes it occurs in the middle. Sometimes we have to wait until the very end, till the movie credits are being rolled out. And then we have our answer. So body before ball, usually a foul. And again, to talk about what I what I said earlier, we get booed out of the gym when we make a particular type of call. Same thing here. If we have marginal body contact and then a great block and we're coming up with a whistle... It's just not a great look. The crowd, the the game, the the opposite coach, it's just going to wake them up. So just be as patient as you can. Another play to think about is block shot plays. We see this in every game, but I'm speaking more of the upper level games, plays above the rim. 
when we have an offensive player who's either going for a dunk attempt or a layup and the defender's trying to meet him at the rim, the block is shot. Those plays are hard because they're very high up, right? Um, need great vision to identify the point of contact is if there is a foul. But just one hint you can use when you see these two players meeting above the rim, look who jumps higher. If a defender jumps higher, chances are he blocked the shot. We're not going to call a foul if, if, if the defender is, has his hands higher than the offensive player or the ball. Conversely, if the offensive player jumps higher, you see that the ball is above the defender's hand and he missed a shot or missed a dunk attempt, chances are he might have gotten hit below the wrist, right below the wrist area. So that's just one hint you can use. I mean, these plays are bang, bang. They're so quick. I mean, these athletes are so quick. They're quick jumpers, too. So that's a very quick decision for us. It's a very specific area of the court that we need to really focus on in order to find out if it's there's a legal contact or it's a play on. So next time you have block shot type play with two great athletes, look to see who jumped higher, and then make your decision. Really appreciate listening to the podcast. Just a quick reminder, if you're not on Instagram, please go add us on Instagram. That's where you will find uh, most of the content. It all starts in Instagram and trickles out to the other platforms. So hopefully you catch us, catch us there when we're at our best. Have a great day. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 